0: Chancellor Wilkinson, board chair Holmes, cabinet, faculty, staff, colleagues, student presenters, guests, students, and our highlighted special attendees, our graduates. It's a privilege to speak to you today, and I recall the time as a faculty at my previous university was noted for stating whenever the New York State lottery reached $40 million, she would buy a ticket because the reward was worth it. Ironically, she taught statistics. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, the odds ran counter to her logic. The higher the prize amount, the more tickets sold and the people participating, thereby technically reducing her chances. Yet she was drawn to the big prize. Besides, there was really no earning or achievement that was accomplished here, just plain luck or random numbers. The discovered treasure Jesus uses to illustrate the kingdom of God in Matthew 13 is very different than any lottery winnings or chance prize. Let me offer some observations to you and comments about this discovered treasure, both by what appears to be by chance and with subsequent clear intention and volition. The banking system was very different in first-century Palestine. There were no mattress stashes or ATMs. Land held value and identity. As former exiles and living under Roman occupancy, it was very common to bury your treasure in the ground with the hope of safekeeping and future recovery. So imagine for a moment that you just now have moved into the residence here or an apartment near campus and discover a paper bag in the closet. It is filled with sufficient cash to pay your entire tuition and living expenses while here. Clearly, that is a significant discovery and one that you might even interpret to be an answer to prayer. Let's not right now invest the time as to what you could do, what you would do, or what you should do with that paper bag. But but let's look at what the person in the parable does. After finding that treasure, he puts it back. Actually, I suspect he hides it probably even better than he first found it not unlike the TV show Survivor and the hidden immunity idol. Then we have this key phrase, what I want us to focus on today, in the parable that says, then in his joy he went and sold all he had. Many of you have sacrificed much to be here. You've chosen to be part of a private quality Christian education rather than the public's. Perhaps you sold much or sacrificed other in order to be here? What was your motivation? What compelled you to do that? Have you experienced joy in the midst of this journey? Seldom in life do we have full knowledge of a decision or a purchase that we make at the onset. Recently, I purchased a previously enjoyed vehicle. And in the course of the conversation with several people, the comment has been made, was it a good purchase? And my response has been, get back to me in a couple years. (laughs) Time and experience gives us a fuller perspective. You've heard that this morning from our two speaker graduates. Yet the scripture states that he immediately went with joy and sold all that he had for this treasure. Maybe you can say the same about your decision to be here at Tyndale, but how could you possibly know while you were here all that was going to happen? But now you have the ability to look back and I hope acknowledge this discovered treasure that you have found. Certainly on behalf of your faculty, many of you graduating have become treasures and gifts with great potential and promise. We are confident as you go out into the marketplace, you will make meaning and make significant contributions. Don't disappoint us. It is a unique concept to come upon a discovered treasure. Just like the man in the parable or the paper bag in the dorm room closet, when you first came to Tyndale University College and Seminary, what were you expecting or looking for? Did you have a specific major or vocation plan in mind? Has it changed? Have you changed? Was it for ministry preparation that you came? And is that still your inclination and your desire? Did you come because we are a quality Christian university? Or were you drawn to a single building with surrounding parking lots at Ballyconner? There may have been multiple reasons why you came. As your chancellor has mentioned, you are truly a unique group of graduates. You literally moved here with us to Bayview, and you will leave watching 25 Valley Connor being slowly deconstructed. Our president has referred to 3377 Bayview as a sacred trust. Is this place, has it become, a discovered treasure for you? Our text states that the kingdom of heaven is like a, treasured, a discovered treasure. I offer to you that you, your education and this campus is also that of a discovered treasure. Let me be clear and provide the correct exegesis of Matthew 13. The kingdom of heaven is like a discovered treasure. That one prize or possession to which we must give full value and attention. I want, you to, I want to leave you with some related applications. You are going from here to new adventures and opportunities. For some of you, that would be graduate school. We're excited for you. Others of you are going back to your current employment, perhaps to consider what the next step is. Some of you are unsure what is next, and that may be unsettling. Whatever your vocation or your station in life, I want you to know that you are part of the kingdom and that you should consider yourself a treasure to be discovered. With joy is key to understanding of your discovered treasure. The parable states that the man went with joy, not fear or hesitation or caution or reluctance. He took great risk because he sold all to go back to rediscover that treasure. May you go from here with the same passion and conviction. You already know the world, and too often the Church gives way to fear, to manipulation and self-promotion. I challenge you to be different, to be better, to be kingdom participants, to be a discovered treasure. Tyndall University College and Seminary is a uniquely special place due to the mission, the history, and its people. I would suggest that the education, the equipping, and the experiences you you have received here is also to be treasured. You do not fully know the richness you now possess, nor do you know the challenges that lie ahead. When I think back to over 30 years of experiences in Christian higher education and a few years of parish ministry, I can't tell you the number of times I drew strength and insight from the resources found in my education, in my relationships with former faculty and colleagues, and within the support of the Christian community. Don't ever lose sight of that rich treasure you possess. And may it be so for you. I encourage you to draw deeply from the time remaining before graduation. Draw fully from your experience. Launch well, treasure deeply. Allow me to conclude with the following illustration. The late Chuck Colson, founder of Prison Fellowship, once shared this observation. During the U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War, there was a protest in Washington. Go figure. Sometime in the early 70s, this occurred, and a protester carried a placard that said, Stop the war. Nothing is worth dying for. Initially, Colson found himself agreeing with the sentiment, but then realized that if nothing is worth dying for, what is truly worth living for? If you are not prepared to die, or maybe more appropriately, to sell all, for what you value, what you cherish, what you treasure, then are you truly living? I leave you with the challenge to live your life fully, passionately, and with joy. The world will try to have you seek your motivation and purpose through fear, be it fear of failure, loss of security, loss of self-worth or shame, but you have the discovered treasure, the kingdom of God, It is the kingdom of heaven and with great joy abandon all that you seek to acquire. Strive, I challenge you, for nothing less.